Okay. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Monday, everybody. Happy Monday. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we have made it to another week. Um, you are watching NPL Legal Dish. This is my uh, Monday through Thursday live broadcast. Thank you. Um, thank you for the ready. I forgot to ask for, for my readies. This is my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where I teach uh, business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If you're wondering who I am, I'm Natalie Pierre-Lewis. I'm the host of the show, and I am the owner and operator. Hi, Zephyrina, and I'm the owner and operator of NPL Consulting LLC, a business formation firm. What that means is I help people like yourself get your business paperwork in order. If you need um, things like getting your business registered with the state, because they still open for business, some of them, you know, if you need help getting your EIN number because that's totally online, getting your DUNS number that's totally online, getting contracts for your businesses because a lot of you are having to cancel orders, cancel events, cancel appearances, helping you revamp your contracts. I help you do all of that. If you're wondering why I'm qualified to help you do all of that, I'm so happy that you asked. I am a licensed attorney. Have been one for 14 years and counting. Um, I've started many businesses for myself and others, both online and offline. I've had many careers in the realms of entrepreneurship, the law, education, hospitality, and administrative support. And most important, I'm very passionate about making business and legal education as accessible to everyone as possible. Not everybody has the time, the money, or the desire to go to business school or to law school, but a lot of you have amazing business ideas. And if you're going to make it in business, there's just some things that you need to know. Happy Monday to you, Zephyrina. Oh, I need to give Facebook... This um, disclaimer, there is a very long delay on Facebook. There's about a 30 to 60 second delay. So when you put your answers in, it's probably going to take me a full minute to see your answer. But please still um, read your comment, put your comments in and I will read them, okay? Um, but do do bear with me. Um, yes, so now that I've talked to you guys about what I do, if you want to connect with me to, you know, in this time, a lot of you got time off. A lot of you are trying to put some plans into motion that you've been setting aside because you haven't had the time. If one of them was to get that business idea started or make that side hustle a full-time hustle, I want you to do something for me. Go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. That's where you're going to be able to set up a free 15 minute consultation to see how we can work together to get your plans off the ground. You're also going to be able to download my free biz launch cheat sheet that is going to help you get your dream business started in seven days or less. Um, there you will also find my Dunn's number uh, workshop that is uh, on sale on sale right now. It is... Um, so your Dunn's number is your business passport. If you're trying to be a supplier to these big box stores and they need supplies, as I have seen the shelves, if you want a federal contract, um, if you want to get a loan for your business, one of the first things you need is a Dunn's number, okay? Um, and it, it's kind of like helping you build your business credit history, your supply history. It's how people are going to check you out as a business. So if you are ready to scale up your business, you're going to need a Dunn's number. So you can go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm and get the Dunn's number workshop replay. I go through it step by step with you. I give you my Dunn's number prep worksheet and my money management for entrepreneurs um, ebook. Okay. So go pick that up. That's enough about me. Let's talk about what the show is about. If you are new here, here's how it works. I pull stories from pop culture, the news, uh, the shade room, stuff that you guys send me. I pull all of these and um, 
I take the ones that I feel like have lessons that we can learn as business owners and we talk about them. So this is a discussion. I want to hear your opinions. I'm going to ask for them, okay? Um, I'm going to ask you to put emojis in. I'm going to ask you to put letters in because I want to make sure you're paying attention, all right? So if we are ready for our first story, let me see some thumbs up. Let me see a couple thumbs up. I know it's not a lot of us today. People are out partying on Instagram parties right now, but you know, some I appreciate each and every one of you who are here right now. And we're going to have a good time. Thank you for the thumbs up, Busy Peach. Thank you for the thumbs up, Shop Best on the Yard. Zephyrina, I know you're probably giving me that thumbs up right now, and I'm sure it'll come in momentarily, okay? And there's another person watching on Facebook. I'm not sure who you are, but please say hi, all right? Okay, so now we are ready to get started. Um, our first story. Does anybody here, has anybody here ever had something called Derby Pie? If you have had something called Derby Pie, give me a pie emoji, if there is one. I think there's a pie emoji. If you have ever eaten or if you have ever heard of Derby Pie, give me a pie emoji. And if you haven't, just say no. Okay? Um, and while you guys do that, I'm going to tell you why I'm talking about Derby Pies. I'm not, by the way, I'm not a big sweets person. I don't really like pie. I don't really like cake either. I actually, I haven't had, you haven't heard of it? Okay, that's cool. Um, well, Derby Pie uh, is apparently both a name um, and a product. So there is a guy named Alan Rupp, okay? Um, and he has a trademark for the name Derby-Pie. Um, and it is for a well-known chocolate nut pie, okay? Um, it, the, the, this, this chocolate nut pie was created at the Melrose in 1954. Um, and, you know, I guess it's, it's a special pie. I'm not exactly sure what makes it special. I'm not a big dessert person. But either way, Alan Rupp, he got the trademark for this specific pie for, and he called it Hi Ralph Lauren III and called it Derby hyphen pie. All right. Here's where the issue comes in. Um, there were two um, newspaper articles that were published in the Louisville Courier. Okay. And both of the articles mentioned Derby pie. Okay. The first article was talking about um, this business called Derby City Macaroons. They specialize in macaroons, and one of the flavors of the macaroons was called Derby Pie. Um, the second, uh, oh, your husband said hi. Hi, Zephyrina's husband. Um, the second um, article was talking about a recipe from some restaurant called Captain's Quarters for their Derby Chocolate Walnut Pie. So I guess Alan saw these articles in the newspapers and he decided to sue these two newspapers for trademark infringement. Um, and he wants $250,000 in damages and $750,000 in punitive damages. So he basically wants a million dollars because a newspaper mentioned Derby Pie in two different articles. Um, so, <laughs> yes, so the court has already shut him down. The court said no to Alan, um, and they have dismissed his case. Does anybody, does anybody have any ideas as to why the court may have dismissed this case? Um, 
Busy Peach said, but shouldn't he sue the makers of the products, not the newspaper? Mm, you're getting close. You're getting very close. I love how you think, Busy Peach, okay? Busy Peach is on the right track. The court told Alan no because they said, show us where the defendant, meaning the newspaper, show us where the Louisville Courier is using the term derby pie to identify who is who is making the goods, right? So remember, the first article was talking about a flavor of macaroons. And the second article, they were giving a recipe from another restaurant for their derby chocolate walnut pie. Um, hi, Tanya. Busy Peach said they are reporting on the item, not profiting from the item. Exactly. And girl, you're so smart. And that is exactly why the court threw this case out. When you, when you have a trademark, it does not mean that you own that word or phrase or logo in perpetuity and nobody can ever use it ever in life. You only have control over it in your industry. And Derby Pie was specifically trademarked for a particular chocolate nut pie. But that doesn't mean that there aren't other versions of this recipe. And they may be served at a derby. There are places called Derby City, right? So uh, Louisville Courier, you know, they, they've come out victorious in this. And Alan Rupp just wasted the court's time. Can you believe he was trying to get a million dollars from this newspaper for using derby and pie in the same article? One million dollars. Um, Busy Peach said, isn't that freedom of speech to recall or recount the information but not sell it? Um, I don't remember the exact phrase, but when, when it comes to media, they have, um, they, they, they have license, you know, to use words and phrases because they're reporting news. They are informing people. They're not trying to profit off of the information that they are giving you. They are trying to inform you. I mean, of course, you know, news stations, whatever, whatever. But the point of a news program or a newspaper is to inform the people. They're not here trying to push you a particular product, except their news. All right? So... What do you think? Do you think that the court got it right? Um, do you think that the court got it right? Or do you think that um, Alan Rupp should fight this? I personally think that Alan Rupp should... Hi, Sensei39. I personally think that Alan Rupp should have never filed this case in the first place. Like, what are you talking about? You, you're, you're like... I'm sure there's like a million types of derby pies in the world, right? And the first article was clearly not even talking about derby pie as a pie. They were talking about derby pie as a flavor. And the second one, they clearly said, this is a recipe from such and such restaurant over here. So where was Alan coming from? Busy Peach said that she agrees with me. Yeah, I just, I, I think this was Alan overreaching. I don't think he understood what the what having a trademark allowed him to do and not to do. So this is just a case of understanding that while you may have a trademark for something, it doesn't mean that you own that item, that trademark item in perpetuity in all circumstances. You only have control over it in your industry if somebody is trying to profit off of it. All right. So let us move on to our next story. And guys, I'm going to be very frank with you. With everything that is going on, the stories are not plentiful, okay? I found like two and a half stories, so we're, you know, we're going to get through them and 
<laughs> that'll be that, but I'm doing the best I can. So if you guys find stories, please, now more than ever, I need you guys to, uh, you know, send them to me so I can talk, so I can talk about them. Um, all right. Okay. So the next, um, story that we are talking about, I picked this because I thought, uh, Zephyrina thinks that they got it right. Thinks that the, the court got it right. So I think we're all in agreement um, yes, every, everybody is in the house, girl. Everybody's in the house, so nobody is out here running amok in the legal streets. <laughs> um, I hope you guys are staying in the house and only going out if you absolutely have to. You know, stay home, guys. Um, I, you know, I live in the D.C. area, and I don't know, people were, every year here, the, the cherry blossoms, you know, blossoming is like a big event. Um, and apparently so big that people are disregarding the warnings for people to stay home. And they had to block off the area where the cherry blossoms are with like, you know, police cars and different types of like city vehicles. It's ridiculous. Ladies and gentlemen, if you can stay home, stay home. All right. And, you know, wash your hands, be safe, take like, just stay in the house. All right. Okay. Let's move on to our next story. So the next story that we are talking about, um, it is one of the rare occasions where Facebook loses. Um, so Facebook uh, was sued in Nigerian court. Now, I usually don't talk about international cases, but I thought that this was very interesting because Facebook is, you know, an international entity. They're global. Um, so Facebook uh, was sued in a Nigerian court, since <laughs> they're not said people don't listen, right? They don't listen. Um, by a com a company called Double Pause Enterprise. Okay, Double Pause Enterprise is based in Nigeria. They had, but they had a Facebook business page. I'm not exactly sure what they what they do, um, but I know that uh, it didn't have anything to do with like social media, right? So Double Pause Enterprise, they created a website for themselves, and they called the website pausebook.com, P-A-W-S-B-O-O-K.com. So Pausebook, you know, they had their Facebook business page, and, you know, they're trying to conduct their business, and Facebook basically um, threatens them. They tell them that, you know, they're infringing on Facebook's trademark, because I don't know if you remember, but a while ago, we talked about how Facebook was trying to claim ownership over the word book when it comes to social media, um, social media handles. Anyway, so they, you know, communicated with pausebook.com or double pause enterprise that you either need to change your name, drop the book, or we will block your business page. And we, you know, we won't allow any integration. Basically they said, if you don't change your business, your, your, your website name, your business name, we're going to make it impossible for you to do business on Facebook. So, um, I guess instead of, you know, cowing to Facebook, Pausebook or Double Pause Enterprise, they went to Nigerian court, um, and they won 10 million Nigerian dollars for, because they, uh, the Nigerian court said that Facebook was, un, you know, what unlawfully interfering with Pausebook because they, and because Pausebook actually did try to file a trademark for the name Pausebook in Nigeria. Um, so I want to ask you guys, we don't usually talk about international law here, but let's just look at this situation. 
do you think that Facebook had um, had just cause to go after this company that came up with this website called pausebook.com? Do you think that there would be any um, any possible confusion that pausebook was related to Facebook? What do you guys think? Um, because I, I personally just don't, just don't think so. Um, and then after that question, so my fir the first question is, do you think Facebook had just cause to go after pausebook? And my second question is, do you think that pausebook.com is going to see any of that 10 million Nigerian dollars? Um, Busy Peach said, nope, there are multiple businesses across the world with the same names. Uh, Tanya said, no. Sincere 39 said, I'm with the Nigerians. Okay. So now, since we're all on the side of pausebook.com, do you think that Facebook is going to pay pausebook.com that 10 million Nigerian dollars? I'm not exactly sure what money in Nigeria is called, so I'm just calling it Nigerian dollars. You don't think they're going to see it? I, I'm, I'm very skeptical about that happening um, because one of the things that Facebook argued in this case was that the Nigerian court had no jurisdiction over them and that they had to sue them in the state of, uh, in the, in the state of California. Um, Busy Peach said, for example, Woolworths in the U.S. and South Africa and in Europe are all different companies. Okay. Um, Busy Peach doubts that they will pay. Yeah, but like, what do you think the Nigerian the Nigerian court could do to, you know, force Facebook to comply? Or do you think there's anything they can do to comply, to make them comply? I'm not sure how, I don't know how this works internationally. So we are just spitballing here. We are just speculating. Because it's one thing if you're suing them in the United States where they're at. Um, Zephyrina doesn't think that they're going to get the money. She thinks Facebook is greedy. You know, and I can't disagree with that. While I'm not going to lie, Facebook has done amazing things in terms of connecting people. Facebook, there's a lot going on behind the scenes that, you know, I'm not too keen on. But, you know, you got to take the good with the bad. So, uh, I I hope that this Nigerian company, pausebook.com, I hope that they are able to recover at least some of this money, I would hope that Facebook would respect international law and international trademarks, and you can't go around being a bully to other companies. Um, yes, Facebook does own the, Facebook owns Instagram, Facebook owns WhatsApp. Um, what else? I don't, I don't remember what else, um, they own, but, uh, Facebook, Facebook is out here. They buying up all the stuff. And, uh, Facebook wanted, Facebook wanted to buy, um, no, Instagram wanted to buy Snapchat. Anyway, Facebook's, yeah, Facebook buys everything. But yeah, um, so we will have to keep, hopefully we'll be able to tr keep track of this case and find out if pausebook.com does get their 10 million Nigerian dollars. Um, I would like to see Facebook respect international law. That is something that would really, you know, make me happy as, you know, a, uh, a, a user of the, of the platform and as a person who, you know, respects other cultures and their rights to, you know, promote their businesses and run their businesses the way that they want to. Like, you can't strong arm a company like that, you know, just because you want ownership of everything. No. 
All right. And the last thing that we're going to talk about, guys, uh, it is just a very quick um, update. So I, when this whole, uh, you know, Corona, COVID-19 started, you know, we, we had one story talking about, um, you know, someone who tried to trademark the word COVID-19, um, you know, and we thought it was silly at the time. Um, but it's getting worse, guys. More people are trying to file trademarks for COVID-19 and coronavirus. We are literally in the middle of a global pandemic and people are trying to trademark what is becoming a worldwide tragedy. Um, I think it's kind of gross, uh, for you, for people to see that, you know, all this that's going on. Yeah, I understand, you know, you got to capitalize on situations, but this is one situation where like, we are at a loss. We, our hands are tied behind our back. Do you think it is, hey, Lorenzo, do you think that it is in good taste to be trying to trademark the name COVID-19 or coronavirus at this time? Shop S on the Yard said, that's ridiculous. You want to be in my live video? If um, Lorenzo, if you want to be in the live video, give me a thumbs up. Um, I'm not going to say that phrase because it, it, no, and he's not my president. I did not vote for him. It is very tacky. Um, it like, okay. Oh, actually, uh, my, someone is going to come on with us and talk to us. So guys, hold on one second. I'm going to invite Lorenzo on. Um, okay. Where is it? Uh, No, I am using the app. Hold on. All right, here we go. Okay. It's very disgusting. for Yeah, it is disgusting for him to call it that. You call it the coconut virus? All right, guys, we are waiting for Lorenzo to come on and give us his, um, his opinion on, you know, the trademarking of coronavirus. <clears throat> give us one second. Here we go. Hello, Lorenzo. Hey, how's it going? Great. Okay, so give us your take on the situation, Lorenzo. Um, yeah, I was very disturbed when I heard that people are uh, taking advantage of the, of the situation to try and like, copyright a, a disease, like a, like a global pandemic. I'm, uh, yeah, it, I'm confused. Like, I guess, like, I mean, I mean, I shouldn't be shocked because, like, people will um, take advantage of literally anything. Like, um, you know, like recently, uh, GameStop, um, you know, like just recently um, closed down like their stores because you know they were, um, yeah, they they were um, you know trying to keep them open because um, they said you know like they had um, you know supplies that were essential um, to like the COVID nineteen um, you know like the pan- pandemic because they had like webcams. And, um, you know, mice, uh, like, like computer mice for people to, uh, work with, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's just, yeah, it's just very, very awkward, very, like, very, you know, strange. I think people, um, you know, think they have a bit, like better use of their time than that. So. Right. So yeah, like people, pe- what, yeah. And like I was saying, people are going to try and take advantage of situations. You know, there's, there's nothing wrong with, you know, trying to find your niche somewhere. But when it comes to, you know, this issue where people are literally dying in droves, people are sick, people cannot go outside. 
you're and you know yes you got to make a dollar but when you're as big as an entity as GameStop you know you have to have a line somewhere or even if you're just like Joe Schmo who you know is out here and you're like well I want to make some coronavirus t-shirts read the room nobody wants your your trademark you know like you have to have some some sense of what's happening around you because while you know all's fair in in you know love and business um, there are still some lines that governing bodies are not going to let you cross. So if anybody is thinking of trademarking, you know, coronavirus or COVID-19, I'm going to tell you, stop in your tracks because you're going to be denied right off the bat. Okay. And don't be a jerk. <laughs> but yes, but those were the stories that I had for you tonight, guys. Um, like I said, it was pretty light. Uh, everybody's at home. So nobody's running amok in the legal streets. But if you have any stories that you would like me to talk about, I would love for you to send them to me. You can DM them to me on whatever social media um, platform you're following me on. You can email them to me at nplconsultingfirm at gmail.com. Um, okay. And they don't give you your money. Who doesn't give you? Yeah. Um, shop at something or they don't give you your money back. If you try and trademark COVID-19 or coronavirus... They will deny you and they won't give you your money back. Um, yes. So um, if you guys find any stories, please send them to me. I would love to talk about them. Treat each other with kindness and stay home if you can. Please don't be out in these streets, okay? I'm going to be here Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I ain't going nowhere. I don't have nowhere to go, so I'm going to be here talking with y'all, okay? I'm here anyway. So let's hang out. Um, I'm going to head over to DJ D nice's Instagram after I get off here. I'll see y'all at the bar. Come buy me a drink. Um, <laughs> if you know any other, you know, Instagram parties that are going on that we can, you know, stay home and have a good time too. Let me know, DM me so I can join, I can join y'all save me, you know, some room in your section. All right, but have a good night. Take care of yourselves. Bye-bye.